1: Oh, Phase Zero, Season 2, Episode 10, starts right now. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Brandon Davis, joined today by Aaron Parine. What's going
0: on, BD? I'd like to shout out Ryan Reflex. How soon into the Miss Marvel talk will BD mention that there's no Avengers Tower? <laughs> it's happening today.
1: Uh, what? What? <laughs> She's in New Jersey, okay? Whatever. <laughs> we got Jamie Dirac in the virtual house. Good morning. It's a good morning whenever you're here, Jamie. (laughs) And you're home, so we get all the Wanda imagery in the background. Oh, we are blessed. (laughs) We are blessed and we have jenna anderson hey
2: everybody i am never ever again complaining that we have nothing to talk about on a certain week of this show because like last wednesday was one of the craziest news days i have seen that hasn't been tied to like a big thing it was like every single media company was like let's put out news at like one o'clock on a wednesday afternoon and then it only just snowballed from there aaron and i were joking last night we could almost do like a we didn't start the fire just out of like all of the news that has dropped since we recorded last so it's just crazy, but I I'm very happy to be here. This we're, is going to be a fun we one. We were
1: pretty thin on news last week, and this week we are chonking. <laughs> we need a bigger door frame to fit through it with all these news. Uh, first of all, we do have to start the show by saying, uh, you know, rest in peace, William Hurt. Uh, a pillar of the MCU, one of the longest-running actors in there, but his career far transcended the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Oscar winner. Uh, quite a career for William Hurt, and that was uh, a sad loss that we all saw uh had the news of this week and uh, we just wanted to say that you know rest in peace william hurt tough loss for the marvel family um and we didn't want to not mention that so uh we do have a lot of news to talk about though on a brighter note and we are going to talk about the trailer we woke up to yesterday morning and that was the miss marvel trailer Uh, which I thought was a pretty good trailer. We're going to go around the room and get some reactions. We're going to talk breakdown, like Easter eggs, everything else that we saw. I got a bunch of notes here uh, that I thought uh, that I caught in the trailer and we're all going to kind of share our own. But first reactions, Jenna, you're at the top of the screen. What'd you think?
2: I I loved this trailer so much. I was listening to The Weeknd all last night, just after Blinding Lights got stuck in my head about a dozen times because of this trailer. Um, I... There is still I still don't know how I feel about them changing her powers. I still am curious to see how they justify it because it was like there was nothing wrong with how her powers were in the comics. It would have been very curious how they would have adapted that. But on every other level, this trailer gets the vibe of what Kamala Khan's story should be. It gets like her supporting cast and it gets her world and just the like youthful energy. Like I got goosebumps watching this trailer like the second or third time and that was kind of cool. I wasn't prepared for that at all. So I I liked it. It's just again that one thing with the powers is still kind of weird.
1: I might agree with you there. Aaron, what'd you think? Um, I'm just as excited
0: as I was before, and I feel <laughs> a lot better about my rankings now, which is always fun to uh, you know, to have happen. I did not expect that. I think it's massively weird. We got this trailer before Thor 4 trailer. <laughs> that is some strange, strange business. But something. it releases
1: before Thor 4. But still.
0: Yeah, but it's still weird. Like you think you would want to just keep the the momentum going before, like yeah. coming out of, like you know, no, whatever' happening. Advocate, I
1: agree with you. I just, yeah. to argue <laughs> for no I,
0: I, I get it. Um, I don't mind the bracelets. I'm, I'm thinking that this is another one of those things that we always joke around about, where Marvel is going to give you nerds what you want. You just have to wait for it. I think. I think that's what's probably going to happen. I've never seen so many people talk about Quasar on Twitter in my life. Calm down. <laughs> Calm, that's not true like i'm like i say like adam good one tj <laughs> yes sure fine uh david and them like who are joking with me later on twitter yes sure but i'm like that's like six of y'all <laughs> that's not a lot that's not a lot so we'll see what happens i'm super excited i'm just happy i'm happy jamie
3: i feel really similar as to before before hawkeye where the trailer like elevated my excitement infinitely uh i love stuff about teens and uh just like i love stuff about christmas i got my christmas with hawkeye and i'm getting my teen show uh i just love that <laughs> i love that we're getting like every new thing is a completely different genre and a uh, good thing for me i like most of the genres uh i have a soft spot for for uh for most of that stuff so i think it looks adorable i loved uh, all the cartoony stuff in there uh, i hope that's part of the show and not just a weird trailer thing uh i uh all of it. Uh, she looks it's Great I think she's gonna be a star uh, I'm, I'm hyped
1: Yeah I thought the trailer was good I, I, That weekend song is a song I've heard so many times So I wasn't really like <laughs> fired up to hear it again But I like it works So I'm not, I'm not faulting it. I just had to joke that that song is overplayed on the radio Um I do. I'm with all of you that the powers are kind of weird. Like, I I think it's just kind of more and more obvious that they were like worried that she might have powers that look similar to Mr. Fantastic if they go with the typical beginning. Like, it just seems like, Aaron, what?
0: One thing in my preview, when we did the preview episode, I said, go read Miss Marvel Beyond the Limit. Mm -hmm. Beyond the Limit starts laying the groundwork for what we're seeing right here. So it's not completely out of nowhere. I know people are like, oh, everybody has theories for a thing we have not seen a second of yet. But I think there are some specific reasons why. While they could dovetail into being like, oh, yeah, we didn't want two stretchy people. Although, why wouldn't you want two stretchy people? They make (laughs) for great comic panels when they happen on on paper.
1: I'm here Uh, for the. If we do, a, if and when we do interviews for this, that's certainly going to be like the first question we and everyone else asks is, you know, changing the powers, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm sure we will get answers on that. But I, I love the, the like Jamie said, I love the teen story element of it. I love a story where you have a young person who's kind of hiding their identity from their family and stuff like that. I love like in homecoming. One of my favorite elements is how he's balancing like secret identity as Spider-Man, hiding that from his friends and Aunt May. And also like choosing, like he, he also wants to have a social life. And I feel like we're going to see that with Kamala in Miss Marvel. I think that's going to be a lot of fun seeing her have to make the choice of like, well, you know, I have to choose between this social life and this superhero life. Uh, and that's going to be a fun dynamic that we're going to see <laughs> in her balance. Noren is rad. Nice name. Said the stretchy effect is difficult and looks bad in dancing sequences. Um, <laughs> what?
2: I don't know. I I do agree with Aaron though. I think like eventually her powers are probably going to evolve. I feel like this is one of the few superhero shows where you can justify kind of the thing that like the flash did in its very first season of like each week I'm learning a new superpower or a new facet of my superpowers. I feel like we're going to see that happen with Kamala and like, she had the giant purple fist at the one point in the trailer, which feels very like outside of it being purple feels like something that she would do in the comics. So I think uh-huh. the whole embiggening aspect is going to be a thing that will just evolve over the course of the season. Like that's True. my hope. at least.
1: And I'm also, I'm not like, a, I'm not a comics purist. Like sh- I know there are characters who I will have a specific attachment to, Miss Marvel's not one of those characters for me. There's only a few, like, elements of comics. Very few that I would say, like, you have to do this. And I'll give this a chance. I do think it's weird. It looks weird. It's not what we were expecting this to look like. But I'm not, like, a source material purist. I love the Halo show. That's changing a little bit of the story from Halo. I love Spider-Man and the MCU. We didn't see Uncle Ben die right out of the gate. Tony Stark kind of filled that role. So I, if you, if you... Find ways to meaningfully change it. That's okay. Like, Walking Dead did that all the time. Changed some comic stuff. Some some of it I liked. Some of it I didn't. So I'm going to give this a chance. Um, I do think it is a weird-looking effect. It's very Green Lantern. It's almost like... It looks like the Matrix Resurrections when Neo was just stopping bullets and, like, that was just his new power. Like, when she's she's fighting bullets off in the trailer. Uh, But... I'm I'm gonna give it a shot Uh, Everybody wants to talk about Quasar's bands Everybody in the comments says There's like at least three so that means every (laughs) Um, Talking about Quasar's bands Yeah I mean are those The Quantum bands I don't know Like it I don't know how they would have Ended up in an attic uh, And used but I'm Like that The the fact that she finds those bands already Reminds me of how Sam Alexander finds A Nova helmet in the comics So um I'm just, I have to find, find a Nova reference and everything.
3: <laughs> the
2: thing is, is like in the comics, those are like a family heirloom that she just wears as an as like part of her costume while she already has the stretchy powers through the Terragen mist. So it's like very curious to see. I think they'll still keep the heirloom aspect, but they'll just be like a super powered thing. So it's like, I'm curious about that too. I don't want them to be the quantum bands in that case because it feels like you're like portmanteauing a different person's thing onto like her family legacy, but we'll just have to see.
0: I mean, the Cree are not above experimenting on people. They are not, (laughs) they are not above kidnapping people for an unspecified amount of time and then training them to be giant killing machines. So I don't, I. it's so weird. That's why it's so hard for me to parse because everybody in Slack, and this is like inside baseball to comicbook.com, but like everybody was talking about these bands and I'm like (laughs) having to like Google and figure it out. And I'm like, one of you older people, please tell me what is going on for myself. I was I was understanding, it, but I'm like, I'm trying to figure out how it could bridge it, bridge the gap. There's also a weird part of this that Brandon that um, Adam alerted me to that fits into my black group thing, too. And I was like, <laughs> don't. Why? Why would you do that? Get out of here. Stop adding things to the to the conspiracy board. What's
1: wrong with you? <laughs> uh, a couple of Easter eggs I saw. Um, you can see Rocket Raccoon in the background of one shot, like a statue of Rocket Raccoon, not actual Rocket Raccoon cameoing. Uh, obviously, Carol. Carol's Air Force jacket is being worn by Kamala, uh, along with a Captain Marvel helmet. Um, there's a GWW plate on, like, I think it's her guidance counselor's desk, mm-hmm. which could be a, a nod to G. Willow Wilson, who created the Zoe Zimmer character in, in Ms. Marvel Comics and Marvel Comics. Uh, in the Marvel logo, shout out to Screen Crush for finding this one. I don't know if anybody else found it, but I was watching a, a YouTube video on Screen Crush, and the Marvel logo shows a panel of Colossus's arm. So uh, you know, X Men confirmed mutants in the MCU. <laughs> we don't have Inhumans in Miss Marvel, but we do have Colossus. Uh, what else we got? She was drawing Ant Man and Man Ant in the in the comic. That was such a, that that reminded me of Turning Red. If anybody had, did you guys watch Turning Red? I mean, the the yes, I, like, I reviewed it for us so, I saw yeah.
3: a couple of tweets comparing The trailer turning red And I was, I was just like, "Is the fangirl's time <laughs> It is <laughs> <the> time. <laughs> It's
1: so great Rise of the cinematic fangirl yep. <laughs> Kamala is like she. We really like it, Kamala really is the character Who like, if we became a superhero Like what, what it would be like to mm-hmm. meet Like it's kind of like what I feel like Whenever I get to do interviews and stuff Like I'm like, oh, this is so cool, I have to play it cool Kamala is that character um, what else do we have in this trailer? Oh, there's a sign in a build on a building. that says Edison. And I don't think it's Edison, New Jersey, but Edison is in North Jersey. And that's, I spent a couple of years growing up there. So I hope so. Nice. That'd be dope. My grandparents lived right next to Edison. So, uh, just shouting out Edison, New Jersey. What's up, New Jersey represent. New Jersey. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I think that's pretty much all I found. Red dagger is in there. Red dagger looks like a villain in this because he's seen fighting, Kamala but like Red Dagger's not going to be a villain. Like I'm pretty sure that might just be like a con uh, an encounter where they're both confused and they don't know each other's identities and then they're like, "Oh, it's you." So and then they have to team up. But uh yeah, that's that's pretty much everything I found. Uh, I did not see Avengers Tower anywhere in the poster <laughs> or on the trailer, so I'm really curious about who bought that. Maybe one day I'll find out, but it's not today. Uh, Wasn't it?
3: Did was it Tom Holland who said that he knows the answer?
1: Yep, it sure I was. Think so,
3: yeah,
2: and
1: Zendaya knows too now because he whispered sweet nothings into her ear about it. <laughs> <laughs> so.
2: I will just say that the comments did point out with Edison. I totally forgot that this was his name, but like one of her first villains in the comics is a like man bird hybrid who's like a cockatoo face, and his name is like Edison, and he like experiments on stuff. So if like he's one of those people where when the show was announced, I was like, is he going to be like a big bad or like a boss fight for like one episode? So if they find a way to make him work, that would be really cool because just a bird man face would be really crazy. We've the had weirder
0: in the last twelve months.
2: Absolutely, we've
0: had yeah. stranger stuff happen where it was like this. This is never going to happen and yep. then alligator loki
1: comic book series absolutely <laughs> Different world we are blessed yeah blessed um all right i mean that's all I, was there anything you guys wanted to add about this miss marvel trailer
2: My one thing I hope is that, like, I really want them to nail her fan fiction aspect in the comics because they have fun with that in so many ways, like in the early comics in particular. And I hope there is a way that they do that, whether it's like a drunk history style reenactment of like, here's two Avengers in like a fight scene. And it's really just Kamala's fan fiction or it's like a cartoon thing, like whatever it ends up being. I really hope they lean into that because that you're, you're at the point in the MCU where you can really have fun with that. And I think that would just be so great.
1: I think there's a really cool shot when she sits up in the bed and she like uses her power of like what looks like maybe a shield or like to maybe close the door or something and it's directly facing the Captain Marvel poster on her wall that's coming at her. I wonder if that's going to be like their first encounter is an accidental fight. Maybe that was a tease. Mm-hmm. I don't know Carol like in, in the out. comics
2: they meet after like she's already kind of cemented herself as Miss Marvel and they like meet on a rooftop and it's kind of like, good job kid. Like I'll keep an eye on you sort of thing. So it's like, I hope that they do something that's a variation of that. Cause that seems like a moment that would really play, but like, yeah, however they work Carol into the show, that'll be cool.
1: Do we think Carol shows up in this show? Absolutely. 100%.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I say, yeah, I think Brie Larson is down. I think it makes sense because she's because Kamala's going on to the Marvels. Like, you know, can we get G Willow Wilson on the show sometime? I would be happy to try. I will definitely try. Uh, I think that that would be something that would happen closer to June, but. Maybe during those Obi-Wan episodes, we'll be out here talking about Miss Marvel with G. Willow Wilson and then segue into like a little Obi-Wan coverage, because that's what we do here. <laughs> uh, <all right. laughs> yeah, maybe we're, oh, we're going to get you and McGregor on the show and it's going to be a fan surprise for Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't mess with me. Don't <laughs> threaten her with a good
3: time. I
1: need to be prepared for something like that. <laughs> I need to get ready. (laughs) All right. All right. Uh, Big news of the week. Pretty much uh, probably one of the biggest stories last week was that Sean Levy, director of free guy, director of the Adam project, two movies that I adored both those films in very different ways. And stranger things uh, is directing Deadpool three. And it just goes to show that I am also going to play Nova in the MCU because my power of manifesting has gotten too strong and I'm losing control of it. And it's just happening. Uh, But, yeah, no, we we interviewed Sean Levy for Adam Project. I asked him, um, you know, are you going to get Hugh Jackman and Ryan together in Deadpool 3? Like, when's this going to happen? Because I was just trying to work in that I want him to direct Deadpool 3. I think it'd be a good fit. And he said he absolutely has the plan and intention and determination to get them together. I'm paraphrasing. That's not the exact quote. We played on the show last week. So go listen to last week's episode. Um, And, yeah, so... That's cool. I love that news. I'm a huge fan of Levy's work, especially these last two movies with Ryan. Ryan said the third movie in the Sean Levy and Ryan Reynolds trilogy is going to be a tad more stabby. (laughs) Uh, And I'm here for it. I think Deadpool 3 with the two of them working together is going to be great. And I think this gives us a great chance of seeing Hugh Jackman because Sean Levy also directed Real Steel. He's good friends with Hugh. Hugh went to the Adam Project premiere. My tinfoil hat says he's in Deadpool 3. (sighs) Anybody else uh, have questions, comments, concerns about... Sean Levy directing Deadpool three. The floor is open. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I I like Stranger Things a lot. Uh, I love Stranger Things. It's one of my favorite I have things. I've fallen behind. Um, yeah. I both Free Guy and Adam Project are very kind of middling for me. I think they're they're fun, cute movies. Uh, and I think I kind of touched on this when we were speculating. And it's like I don't think Deadpool is a visually enough of a challenge that I'm like he can't do it. I think he's going to be just fine. Uh, I think I have no. Yeah, sure. Let's uh, let's give it to him and see what he can do. They're making a lot of money together and they're going to keep making money together and good for them. Yeah
2: I'm, I'm excited for it I haven't seen Free Guy or Adam Project yet I, I've been meaning to I've just been busy um, But like I, I like a lot of The stuff that he has done over the course of his Career like I was rewatching the Birds of Prey TV Show the other day and he directed an episode of that And it was like oh that's cool like you started out here um, But it's like I, I'm on board With him and Reynolds working together I am Curious though because they did also reports also Did say that like the two guys who wrote Deadpool 1 and Deadpool 2 are now working On the script for 3 which I'm kind of curious about Because I was really excited for the molly new sisters who works on who work on bob's burgers to be contributing the script and i hope that like their vibe for the movie still shines through because like i i was really excited to see what they could do with deadpool especially in an mcu context so that that aspect is kind of interesting to me
1: this is one of the rare cases where i wish i mean maybe not, maybe it's not that rare but i wish there was a little bit more uh transparency on what's going on with the movie like, this feels to me like Morbius, where we're like, what universe is it in? We just want to know who's making the movie, who's mm-hmm. writing the movie. Um, also, I've seen Morbius, by the way. And uh, it's I can't say anything about it. But I do, I do think I should let everybody know, seen it. And uh, I can share my reaction when I can share my reaction. That's not today. If you pay Jenna and Jamie and Aaron enough, maybe they'll tell you my thoughts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They'd be um, disappointed in, in, in like what we would be able to tell them anyway. So,
1: uh, yeah, but I'm a big Sean Levy fan, at least f- his collaborations with Ryan. I love those two films. So I'm glad they're making Deadpool three specifically just cause I, that's the movie I want, you know, just for me. Thank you guys.
0: I, I, I want to ask, does anybody think that this means we, that you get Jackman in like, cause there, there's this is only going to pour gasoline on mm-hmm. the speculation around multiverse of madness because why? Well, I think Deadpool's is in multiverse of madness for sure. Yeah, like I think, yeah. but
1: is Jack been in multiverse of madness? I don't know. I don't know. I I'd think, be surprised. I'd be more. I think he'll be in Deadpool three. I don't think he'll be in in yeah. Doctor Strange.
3: But if he's in Deadpool three, I think it's really going to be a cameo kind of a situation. I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to have a big part. I think he's just going to pop in.
0: I yeah. think that that's probably a good bet. But I, I, I think we're all sleeping on Patrick Stewart's, uh, like, you know, coercion tactics. Like, come on. Come on, man.
2: <laughs> well, and then Halle Berry, like a couple of days ago, had like a very Storm-like haircut. Like, she Jeez. dyed her hair white Christ. again. And so everyone's like, oh, my God, Storm's in Multiverse of Madness. So it's like, I need this movie to come out already so we can stop having these conversations. The fact that they are still doing reshoots is like kind of crazy to me. Because now it's like anybody that. can be in this.
0: Y'all better be ready. Get you get your popcorn ready.
1: It's gonna be insane. I'm ready. I'm real curious. If that's one that they're gonna show before the junket because it's like Spider-Man only showed us 40 minutes. Like the last movie that didn't show us anything was Endgame, or Endgame showed us 10 minutes. So I'm really curious. Like the premiere for Doctor Strange is just a few days. It's the week of release. Like they're not having the premiere until like right before the movie comes out, which is obviously to keep to try to prevent spoilers because. We saw it happened at Eternals. <laughs> so,
3: Just I'm ruined late. it for the rest of us forever. And I'll yep.
1: So <laughs> we'll see. I mean, but I'm curious if they're going to show it, at like, or is the junket, like, two days before the movie comes out so that you, see, you have to see, because Eternals, the pr- only screening for Eternals was at the premiere, and then the interviews were the day after the premiere, but that was, like, almost three weeks before the movie released. So... Brandon, you're gonna step outside to go get like milk or something to the grocery store and
0: they're gonna put you in a van. <laughs> 30 minutes of it, and then they're gonna drop you back off in the middle of, you know, where you live. Like, hey, we're not even drop you back at your house.
1: Find your way home. <laughs> You, it'll take you long enough to get home, the movie will be in theaters by the time <laughs> <laughs> we are not worried about anything. it
2: would be crazy though trying to do a junket like if you had seen it and you did know all of the spoilers of like how would you talk in code about any of this stuff that like you can't spoil oh, so yeah. it's like that in that aspect i would be like yeah just show the first half hour first 45 minutes something like that and just go off of that because otherwise you're gonna just be like so um that bald guy how do you how do you feel about him or whatever like you're just gonna be speaking in code the entire junket
0: the way y'all tap danced around the turnals i want to see it i want to see if you can do it i don't think it's possible because it was so much like trying to like tiptoe around the freaking landmine the whole movie is just mod.
1: It's just mine. It's the sideshow Bob stepping on rap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you yeah, know, that's like, and that's the thing, like, Strangest, like, and I'm saying this just so everybody knows, I obviously have not seen Doctor Strange yet. Like, based on the trailer, like, we're going to want to talk about Savage Land. We're going to want to talk about going to an animated universe. We're going to, and if you even talk about those things, having seen them, despite them being in the trailer, it's just like, well, do people actually want to know that yet mm-hmm. before the movie, co- like, right? So or saying something like, so you got to work with a bunch of cast members. What was it like to see so many different people on set? Like, even if I don't name them in the interview, yeah, it's just people don't want to. Hear. So I don't know. It is, it is a, everything's a landmine, especially with strange, but I don't know. We'll figure it out. You know, our life is so hard. I have to find a way to talk about a movie. <laughs> oh, no. oh no, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Anyway, Sean Levy's directing Deadpool three. We're moving on.
0: All right. Uh, So we got, First reactions to Moon Knight from uh, different people. And that's very, very positive. I'm just going to read off a couple of them. Uh, University Film Review says Moon Knight is fantastic and Oscar Isaac is exceptional as the tormented Mark Spector. This is the Marvel show everyone is going to be talking about. Completely bonkers. That leads with a haunting adventure. Marvel Studios is knocked out the park. You've got uh, David Opie talking about, i watched the first four episodes and I'm as divided about the show as Mark himself, but it works. It's a wildly original MCU entry with flashes of greatness, but some of the sillier aspects distract from the humor, which confuses me. I wonder what Jim is going to think. I just want Jim Biscardi's (laughs) thing, uh, like entire read of this. What's on Disney Plus said they watched the first four episodes and it's unlike anything they've seen in the MCU. Oscar Isaac is fantastic. Somewhere Layla is pumping her fist wildly in the background. I can't wait to watch the rest of the series. So everybody seems to be like talking about how unique this whole thing is. Yeah, I just saw the Oscar <laughs> <Isaac>. <laughs> Brandon Moore's
1: comment, Jim wrote all those reviews. I know. <laughs> Jim wrote all those reviews. That's right from his jail cell.
3: How many episodes are there for, for people to get
2: four? I think, yeah, I know, I think there are six. six. So it's very weird if we're getting four screeners. Whoa. That's kind of crazy.
1: That is really—it's us who are struggling because we get four and then we have to wait forever like six oh, weeks for episode five. So, oh so really, it is us, the journalists, the the, 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 <laughs> the host producers who, who are having the hardest time because mm-hmm. not you know instead of one week in between, we have to wait six after watching all four at once. So because <laughs> we're not going to re-watch, rewatch it every week,
2: it, absolutely. I uh,
1: yeah. what I w- what. <laughs> Uh yeah That's some hype though That's some hype I mean like It feels like we're at the point Where the people on Twitter Who are like You say this after every Marvel project Are like They have a point Like somebody always says This is the best thing ever But praise for Moon Knight Is pretty high Like from the people Who have seen it So uh, that's exciting That is exciting
3: Well to somebody Every project Is the best thing ever
1: Sure right I agree That's the beauty of it all But we also (laughs) recognize That people who speak In hyperbole Get more engagement Hmm that's true. Mark specter is a
0: problem. <laughs> sniffy emoji. Sniffy emoji. Sniffy <laughs>
1: emoji.
0: 17k like. four thousand retweet. Yeah, that's how it works. That's how it works. <laughs> sniffy
1: emoji. Is that like, what you call wow. that? Bull. Weird, sniffy. crazy emoji. Man wow i don't know what's happening i got allergies if i try to do make smoke out of my nose right now that would be terrible for everybody
3: (laughs) same here wow
1: all right right. so moon night hype off the chains we move
2: Absolutely. Um, so in other news this week, this was something that had been rumored forever and then finally was confirmed in the past week. Um, Michael Giacchino, who is a composer who has done so many movies, he did like all of the Spider-Man movies recently. He most recently did the Batman. If you're singing along to the Batman score, you can thank him for that. He is directing the Werewolf by Night Halloween special for Disney+. Plus. Um, the weird thing is, though apparently not called werewolf by night like we don't know what the title is going to be but i guess it's going to be something that isn't just werewolf by night um i love that he is like on board to direct this i've interviewed a lot of composers over the years not him specifically but like the the way that composers deal with just like creating a, a work and dealing with a work. I think it's very interesting to now have him flip over to the directing side. I think that's a super cool decision and I'm very excited to see what he does, especially with like how horror and spoopy that this thing is going to get. So what do y'all think?
3: Oh, I'm so jazzed. I, am uh, he's, I mean, he's one of the best of what he does right right now working it's crazy and we don't see that transition a lot composer to director that's not super common and i'm rooting for him I, I have a i have a good feeling he's he's directed a couple episodes of things like i think some star trek uh here and there shorts maybe yeah. and uh, i'm jazzed to see what what he comes up with because i mean if you're that talented in one way i imagine you're gonna have some talents in other places absolutely
0: I, it, it, I think all the horror stuff is
1: going to... What is happening? You good, BD? What happened to BD? I just had a Michael Scott moment. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I
3: know
1: what you mean.
0: <laughs> um, so, it's, this horror stuff really, like, thrives off of atmosphere, and that's the one thing. I'm like, oh, he's not going to have any problems with the freaking atmosphere of, like, Wolf by Night or, like, a horror property. Like, I still hear Batman stomping around in the background of my everyday life. Uh, you know, don't hide your water cups, because he, he's <laughs> Uh And that is going to be really interesting to see. And I think it also speaks to sort of um, what Jamie was talking about, with each of these are going to be like a different genre, like every single project feels like it's completely different than the other one. He's going to bring a different sensibility, a different like style, sort of, in some ways. So it should be really exciting. Also, if you're looking for spooky things that involve like MCU players, we watched fresh this week at the house and oh my God, Sebastian Stan, Sebastian Stan, Jamie, Jamie.
3: I haven't decided <laughs> if I want to watch it. Cause it's not a subject matter that even though I just watch every Hannibal movie. <laughs> 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 okay. I should watch it. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes, please. Okay. So we could discuss.
1: Okay. The, <laughs> the fact that Michael Giacchino is going to get an opportunity to make bum 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 bum, bum a visual, <laughs> 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 exactly. Couldn't <laughs> have said it better myself. Yes. he's going to make a noise into a picture. Oh my yeah. god, let's go! I'm a huge Michael Giacchino fan. That man scored the soundtrack to my life with Lost. Uh, I'm a huge fan of his work. I have seen him live in concert. I've met him. I've interviewed him over Zoom for our Comic Con show back in 2020. Here, I think he's talented as all hell, as we've all covered. So I think that's really exciting. It's really, it must be pretty exciting to go from scoring so many epic projects to now directing one that's pretty high profile. Uh, what if what a directorial debut to be making um, with with the Marvel Universe for uh, the Halloween special? But uh, we're going to take a quick uh, break here for 1 minute we'll be right back and we have a couple exclusive clips from South by Southwest which you probably already saw on Twitter but we're going to we're going to play them in the show so see you in uh see you in a minute bah, 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 bah. Welcome back to Phase Zero, Season 2, Episode 10. BD, Jamie, Jenna, and Aaron are in the virtual building. Welcome to the live show, Meteor 316. If you're watching us on Twitch, make sure you follow. I do agree, the live shows are the best, but we do love our podcast listeners who uh, refuse to see our faces that are made for radio. <laughs> That's okay. We know, we, uh, we know our place. Uh, but those who do see our beautifulness every, every Wednesday, we love you too. Um, I don't really know. We just kind of go everywhere. So uh, we appreciate you who watch us. We appreciate you who listen to us. And uh, we appreciate Michael Giacchino's Batman soundtrack here on Facebook. <laughs> we got a couple more bits of news, including some clips coming up, and we're just going to keep rolling. Oh,
3: man. Before the clips, are we going to talk about what today is? March 16th? Yeah. March 16th. Could be a lot of things. Uh, the day before St. Patrick's Day. One month and one day after my birthday. But what it really is is the day that the Defender series, but more importantly, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., <laughs> <are> <laughs> the disney plus verse everyone who has disney plus can now watch these shows it's an exciting day it's a new dawn we've got some dark stuff on disney plus like we've never seen before uh and uh, all of you who for some reason didn't have netflix but have disney plus your lives are about to change
1: wait what tab is it go ahead keep going no, that was, that was it. Oh, that was, that was, I, I realized I was cutting off like a tremendous performance. So I, I was like, hold on. If there's more to this, I need to let this go. Um, I'm going, I'm opening Disney plus right now. Um, maybe one of you can already answer. Oh, access the full catalog. Oh, wow. So now as soon as you log on to Disney plus, you have to accept adult content. Yeah. Set your content rating to TVMA full catalog. Okay. Oh, I have to answer my password. Good thing it's saved. Cause I don't remember it. Oh my god, a pin? No, I don't want a pin. Mm-hmm. I just want the adult content. Show me all of it. <laughs> okay, Marvel. One of
2: the other people who uses my account like, did all of that this morning for us, and he was like, I almost set a password just so it could like only be set to kids' content for y'all, and you have no way to unlock it. So I'm glad that they're making everybody do this because otherwise I don't want some like parent group being like, my kid accidentally saw Daredevil because we didn't realize these parental controls were a thing. So it, at least everybody has to go through this process.
1: So in the Disney Plus interface, they're they're at the top under featured right now, all of the all of the shows. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Defenders, The Punisher, Agents of Shield, and then we go into Assembled Eternals, Amazing Spider-Man and Friends. Um, And then there's another tab lower called the Defender Saga. And it has all of them again right there. Um, And I'm assuming they're just uncensored as is, which that's cool. I appreciate it. I think that makes a lot of people happy. Let the canon versus uncannon debate begin. Yay. (laughs) 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 Woo! Oh, did you notice anything?
0: (laughs) Okay, Brandon, click on on Daredevil. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: One moment, please uh all right what am i clicking okay i'm in here daredevil blinded as a young boy matt murdoch fights injustice by day as a lawyer and by night as the superhero daredevil in hell's kitchen new york city is there something about weird about daredevil bd is there something weird about daredevil yeah <laughs> is that what am i what, uh, what am i missing here it's bullseye. Is that bullseye? Yeah. I was gonna yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. What I don't want to say is, isn't that bullseye? And be wrong? Would no, <laughs> be a really bad thing? Like, like that's not Charlie Cox's jaw right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why? Why do they have bullseye in there?
2: I don't know.
0: I, I don't know.
1: All right, now I got to look at all, all the of site. them. That's definitely a scroll for Jessica Jones. That's weird. <laughs> Get it? It's a. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> All right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, how long till they change that? We'll see. They literally changed the Wandavision post credit scene, so I'm sure that uh, they will. They will update this. I wonder how many times. Uh, I wonder how many times things have changed in the in these shows that they can just because we're. It's not like we remember them that well. Did they ever change the Wandavision previously on that was that was like an alternate take?
3: I don't know. Do you guys remember
1: that? Yeah. Yeah. There was like a version where she said like she was not supposed to be here, and then there was another oh, one that was yeah. like she had to go. Yeah. Last time I
3: watched, I fast forwarded the previously on, so I I don't know.
1: Yeah. I'm sure they'll fix that. Disney makes no mistakes. And if they do, <laughs> they didn't.
3: Yeah. <laughs> a notoriously mistake-free company.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if they do, they don't. All right. Nicolas Cage returning as Ghost Rider. There was a story last week where it was like uh, Nicholas Cage dodges question about returning as Ghost Rider. So I asked him, uh, "What's the deal with that? You guys ever talk? So you ever talk to Feige in the MCU, or does the MCU and Feige ever talk to you?" And uh, this is this is the clip. What's interesting is, like nobody asked me about going back to Ghost Rider. I, that was a question that came up, and I, they weren't asking
0: about Ghost Rider. They're asking, "How do you what do you think of the Marvel movies?" And I gave my opinion about it.
1: Well, then I have to ask you, what do you think about going back to Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider is an amazing character. I mean, he's a complicated character. It's kind of like, how do you
0: tell the story of Faust within <laughs> the context of that universe?
1: Because it's a, it's a very philosophical character. I think he's he, it makes him special from other superheroes. I love it, man. Well, it's a pleasure to speak with you. Enjoy the night, dude. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, I've never Dude. been more jealous of you in my life. <laughs> First of all, what a what a Nick Cage response to mm-hmm. make a Faust comparison for Ghost Rider. Like, I get it. I'm not really faulting him for it, but man, <laughs> that's a deep, like, that gives some depth to Ghost Rider. Uh, but I think it's funny. He also still didn't really answer whether he'd do it again. He was Like, nobody asked me. I was like, well... <laughs> I'm okay, it. I'm about to ask you that. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, and he still didn't answer, but he was really, really nice. That full interview is on comicbook.com. Also, that movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which I'm pretty sure in what, at least one of my red carpet interviews, I put switch the adjectives or like oh. called it the massive weight of tremendous talent or something. Because I just for the life of me could not get that movie title right that day. That movie is excellent, yeah. Jamie. It is gonna be like possibly your favorite movie ever. It is so good, Pedro Pascal. First of all, like I'm sorry Nick Cage. I know this movie's literally <laughs> about you. Pedro Pascal steals the movie. Pedro is so good in that film. It's impossible to be better than him. Nicolas Cage is also tremendous though. He's so good. The two of them together are the best pairing in a hot minute. That movie's great.
3: There's nothing that I love more on this earth than when actors play themselves. And the fact that we're going to get a full movie of my second favorite actor in the history of the earth playing himself. Is Just can't believe my luck Sometimes you guys Like Hollywood's just
0: like what can we do for
1: Jamie This week yeah, they gave me 3, They're giving you the massive weight of, of, of The unbearable weight of tremendous talent <laughs> They made a movie for Jamie Jen and Aaron you guys are due
2: i know eventually you you broke layla by the way she yeah, was just in know. the chat just very happy right now
1: the movie's account has
0: quote tweet or quoted layla multiple times in graphics and stuff in the funniest out of context sentences it's where you're so like great. who said this and i was like oh it's <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, i don't think i don't know that anybody's exactly like itching desperately to see nick cage play ghost rider again like He's he's similar to a case of Andrew Garfield In my opinion where he's better as the character Than the movie is But uh, you know, I think a lot of us are ready for more Robbie Reyes in the MCU Um, But I I I wouldn't be mad if it happened So it's just one of those things where it's like Okay here's a cool thing that could be Referenced or nodded to but nobody's really Itching for Ghost Rider 3 I just want a cameo
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, You know I don't need more I just want like a fun Little cameo and then uh, And then yeah Obviously, we want more Robbie for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm still mad about that cancellation. But I mean, just give me a little. Like, all I want is a scene between Nick Cage and Wesley Snipes where they're like, "Hey," and then that's that. That's that. I don't need
1: anymore. That would be cool. Have you have you interviewed Gabriel Luna? I
3: I haven't. I have met him, but I have not interviewed him.
1: Well, okay, but you're you're probably like he he is. Like, I think the rule of playing Ghost Rider is you just have to be like cool because (laughs) Gabriel Luna is one of the cool. I I got to interview at New York Comic Con once. He's just such a cool, chill dude. He's, and he and, the, and they both seem to really love and understand and be enthusiastic about their Ghost Rider characters, which is something I always appreciate when actors do that, even if it's just a talking point, like where the, the studio was like, here are some comic names to drop. I don't care. Cool me. It makes me happy. Uh, anyway. All right. One more clip here. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe was also at South by Southwest for The Lost City. Uh, another that movie was pretty good. If you like comedies, I'll just say it's a fu- it's a super fun comedy. I laughed a ton. Um, it may have been like premiere energy laughs. I don't know. I had a really good time watching it. It's I, I think Sandra Bullock comedies are funny. The proposal with Ryan Reynolds is great. So I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, it's just a silly, simple rom-com flick that if you like those movies, you'll probably get a kick out of it. If you don't, you'll probably be like, this is stupid. Uh, but Daniel Radcliffe plays a villain in it. I spoke to Mr. Potter and I didn't put on my English accent. Unfortunately, I should have because Layla would have really enjoyed my, my secondhand embarrassment there, but Uh, I asked about the Wolverine rumors and we got a clip of that too. If you read fan castings and stuff like that on comicbook.com, we've covered this one often. There's a lot of fans Is who Wolverine. think of Wolverine. Mate, mate, I people, it's it's the most. So you did hear point it.
0: people because so many times people call to me like, hey man, I heard the Wolverine news. That's really cool. I'm like, mate, it's not. I don't know anything about it. Like, I appreciate that somebody has clearly gone like Wolverine's actually short in the comic books. We should get like a short guy to do it. <laughs> but but I don't I don't I don't see my I don't see them going from Hugh Jackman to me afterwards. But who knows? <laughs> Prove me wrong, Marvel. <laughs>
1: First of all, the coolest dude, that interview is also on the comicbook.com YouTube channel. He was so fun to talk to. He just like seems to be having a ball with his life. uh, and I appreciate that. But also his uh, his short king awareness (laughs) is is (laughs) something to be admired there. I have no honestly, I think Danny Ratcliffe is a pretty good actor. And I think, (laughs) you know, him as Wolverine, not a bad option.
3: I love Daniel Radcliffe. I mean, not beyond the fact that I grew up on Harry Potter. Sure. Um, I've seen him on Broadway. I've, just yesterday, I rewatched Swiss Army Man. If you guys have not seen that film, yes. it is phenomenal, and mm-hmm. he's so good in it. He literally plays a dead guy, and he's so good. <laughs> um, I, I would love to see him take on a role like this. I also feel like, though, that um, you know. So, like, he's his life is finally feels like kind of settled, and like he like finally is not getting that craze that he was getting his whole childhood. And I feel like throwing him back in the MCU. I part of me thinks like he's not he doesn't want that. I
1: I actually and I did an interview with them the next day. It was Sandra and Daniel together, and I asked him and just just like a question that I found to I, I I'm curious about this, and I wanted to ask him like every once in a while an actor comes along who plays a part that becomes so mainstream and it transcends just all things and becomes like an icon and they become synonymous with it. And that happened to you with Harry Potter. So when you go on for roles post Harry Potter, like do you find that people come into like a room with you and they have a preconceived notion of what you can do? Or do you find that it has provided you with opportunities to play more parts and, uh, he gave a really cool answer about how he was like, well, some directors just think like, all right, this guy's Harry Potter. That's what he's going to be. That's all he, like we can do with him. And there's other directors who are like, realize like, I want to do weird stuff. I want to do funny roles that are different. And they want to have, they, they see it as an opportunity to show people that I'm doing something so different. And they think that's a cool chance to draw people in. And I was like, oh, that's it. He's like, so I, I tend to go that way. And I was like, it's cool. Um, I don't think that interview's up yet, so I may have just ruined comic books exclusive on the comic, <laughs> comic book show phase here. Without like, I just I thought that was a really cool answer because, like, you know, there are actors who you'll always think of as that part, right? Like Andrew Lincoln's always going to be Rick Grimes to me, for example. You know what I mean?
3: Oh, to me, he's always Sign Guy from Love Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I will
2: say though, to Jamie's point, it's like I never would have expected Robert Pattinson to sign on for a superhero thing in oh, a million yeah. years like I was like okay he's done with big franchise stuff he's just going to go do the weirdest possible indie movies and that's going to be it I feel like Daniel Radcliffe is the same sort of way I am so excited for his Weird Al movie like that is just going to be incredible I yes. have a feeling that's going to be so good so it's like I think if the script and if the circumstances of playing a character like Wolverine like aligned with what he wants to do I could totally see it working like I love his self-awareness I love how before BD could even finish his sentence he's like Wolverine it's like obviously you're going to talk to me about Wolverine Wolverine like I, I would love. Like he is kind of like my biggest fan cast for that character because it is the thing. Like he is short. I could see him getting the physicality and also just the different sides of Logan down. So like I, I would be on board with it if it happened. Stranger the, things have happened. In the point. reverse of
3: what I was saying, like he could very well take the the Arbats route. I mean, yeah. I mean, he has a very similar career trajectory. Uh, you know, super popular franchise and then a lot of weird shit. Yes. Yeah.
1: So. yeah. <laughs> That's our one S word for the show. So
3: sorry.
1: I don't think we have like an actual sponsor, so I think anything goes. But we, you know, we just
3: oh anything
1: goes. Oh, oh no, I, I, I personally don't <laughs> care. It depends on if uh, if if the Paramount overlords are watching. <laughs> I don't think. Hello, Bob. We love you. Um, all right. <laughs> I don't know. (laughs) Made it weird. Uh, All right. We got one more piece of news here. Then maybe we'll answer a few questions if we still have time. Uh, And this one goes to none other than Jenna.
2: So piggybacking off of what I said at the start of the show of how last Wednesday was the craziest day ever. It was like, all right, I had worked. I had written so many articles about, you know, DC movies changing their release dates and so many other pieces of news. And then a bunch of like cups, For the She-Hulk TV show, a bunch of thermoses surfaced online on Amazon that show Tatiana Maslani in the full costume as She-Hulk. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like it's not necessarily a photo. It's one of those like photo realistic, like concept art sort of drawings that we usually get with MCU things. But it was like this is the best look yet that we've gotten as as of her as She-Hulk. So those thermoses have been taken down. They aren't available to purchase. I would have bought one if I could have, but I think it probably would have gotten canceled by now. Yeah, let's make BD a little bit bigger so we can actually see what it looks like. I love it. I I think she looks perfect. I am so excited. Like just, it, it always is the thing. Aaron made a perfect joke when I was writing up this article about just how everything is leaking in the weirdest possible way of all of these costume reveals. Like, Aaron, what was it you said? You said you mentioned like crab rangoons at one point. <laughs> it
0: was like, it was like trapper keepers, Snickers wrappers, sweatpants, ATVs, crab rangoon, things of that nature. Yeah. You know, like all of these things just, you know, you're going to open up your Chinese food. And it's going to be like, ha
1: look, it's Ironheart. Like that's where, that's where we're headed.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the, I'm I'm just the, so excited
1: though. The She Hulk reveal in a couple of cups the way Kevin Foggy intended. Yep. I just don't know what like of all the merch reveals we're getting, when are we gonna get Lego sets for the for the Disney Plus shows? That's I don't what know. I need. We have had no like where's the WandaVision Lego set? <laughs> I'm, I'm saying there's supposed to be a $500 Lego yes. set being released in the first half of this year. We are halfway through the first half of the year. Where is my Avengers tower Lego set? I will have two of them right here. I don't care. And it's, and you know, who's going to own it? Me, I own Avengers tower in Lego form. <laughs> <laughs> if they make a WandaVision one,
3: that. I'm going to buy it. And then I'm going to need one of you to have fun and build it. Cause I want to build it. No, I'm, just to it.
1: Yo, I'm okay. saying they already made the friends sets, the Seinfeld sets yeah. that were the live studio audience things. Give us the live studio audience of WandaVision, make it all black and white. I don't care. That'd be so dope. Give me a WandaVision Lego set. Give me all of them Where's, except what if, I don't really care if what if gets a Lego set because what if got awards over invincible and arcane i've watched arcane but based on everybody's responses arcane's amazing i watched invincible it's great the animation is very okay but what if won like best animated series uh and i was like "Mm, uh, okay anyway (laughs) i just had to throw it in there What what if is the most okay thing ever some episodes were great some episodes were like well
2: it's going to be so funny in two months when we're all like, "Oh crap! What if is so important?" Yep. <laughs> like every every oh, aspect of the. Well, show that's fine. I mean,
1: sure, but I, it, I wish I enjoyed watching it more. That's fair. I think it. There's a couple episodes in there that were fantastic, but out of all nine of them, it was nine, right? Was it nine? Eight. Yeah. yeah. Put that on the Marvel trivia for next time. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, we need to do another Marvel trivia soon. All right. Well, the drought's almost over. Those Moon Knight episodes are getting. Uh, I, I hope that all of us are getting them. I'm hoping, uh, but I know Jim and I are getting. Them. I don't know why Jim's getting them, because Jim <laughs> is on the show every week. Jim, if you're <laughs> working, you better invite Aaron, Jenna, and and Jamie over, just not to watch Moon Knight, but you know to hang out because you know you do have to sign like a document when you get these episodes. As I'm sure you know, I just think everybody will enjoy this. Um, when you get Disney Plus screeners, you have to sign a document that says like. I will watch this alone in my house with the windows closed and nobody around where nobody can hear like, like basically like saying like I will be isolated and quarantined watching whatever you just sent me. And you have to like docu-sign it legally and send it off. So you're not even supposed to watch me. But if you guys want to come over tomorrow just for like hot dogs, um, <laughs> absolutely no moon night, just fly over to Nashville. Yeah. I'm going to fly over for some hot dogs tomorrow. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah come on out. Come on out. Uh, Jamie, I'm coming out to LA next week. Maybe I'll see you. Aaron, you're you're outside of LA. You're you're pretty much a trek, but maybe me and Jamie will hang out. I'm going to be in Texas. (laughs) Oh,
3: that's wait. When
1: do you go to Texas?
3: Wednesday. Nice.
1: Oh, I get there Tuesday, so no excuse.
3: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) My excuse is I can't. I have to not see anybody, so I don't get COVID before I go on this trip.
1: It's a fair excuse. (laughs) I'm like I'm currently in a extreme lockdown. Oh, fair excuse. (laughs) That's my life, everybody. Uh, If you
3: want to know more, uh, you know where to find me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> alright, uh, anybody have anything else they want to add to today's show? Comment section if you have a question, this is your chance while we stall and try to give you a second to get it in there oh, otherwise
0: Dr. Strange stuff from Cumberbatch right before we got on, <laughs> he said that he wasn't an Avenger hmm. he said, I'm not an Avenger, and I was like, hmm, and I guess his reasoning made sense, but like he basically he's like "I the character fights to protect The the universe and Earth. And so, and it's not like I'm in Avengers Tower, like hanging out with like Tony Stark or like taking orders from Nick Fury. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. But also, whoo, the first half of that,
1: very, very, very strange. No punching. Speaking of strange, Jared Leto (laughs) also said in an interview, I think, with Variety this week, I saw the tweet from Variety that said movie theaters would not exist without Marvel movies. And I, I think he has a point. Like recently, obviously, I don't think he's talking about ever. Like Marvel movies are doing a lot to help theaters keep business. Uh, I also think that's a comment that's just going to get film Twitter just like. Ah, blah, 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 blah. There's other movies. But like yeah, that's true. There's other movies that a lot of us go see a lot of them, but they don't all make a hundred million dollars to keep regal cinemas and your and you're also your local mom and pop with the butts and seats. Everybody hates Marvel, but they do help. The movie theaters. Ah,
3: uh, yes. Everybody hates Marvel. Not everybody. <laughs> There's
1: Jamie. Highbrow. Highbrow. Yeah, just Jamie. Just Jamie. Just Not everybody. <laughs> Not
0: everybody.
1: <laughs> it feels like everybody when you get your quote tweets about from film Twitter and they hate you for liking Marvel. But then uh, I remember. Well, I host Marvel shows. So sorry for doing my job. <laughs> um, what else we got? What else we got? What else we got? Um... <laughs> Marvel Studio. Wait, where did that comment go? Marvel Studios released a statement regarding anti-LGBTQ laws. That was good to see. We appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of oh, okay, all right. Is Daisy Ridley Spider Woman? Not right now. But but maybe one day. No, no, she is. We know it.
3: We all have that information. We have
1: breaking news to release here at the end of Phase Zero. We just forgot to mention this, <laughs> Ridley. Uh, I can't, I'm not even finishing that because it will out. get clipped and somebody yeah, will yeah. run it. No. Richard, uh, put the breaking news, Kairod, at the bottom of the screen. No. No. <laughs> future Phase Zero plans. Uh, hopefully, merch. We will have. I was hoping to have an announcement about the immediate Phase Zero future today, but. We may be broadcasting on YouTube on a different channel next week. We'll figure that out, but that is coming soon. Um, And now I've said it, so Jim can't undo it. (laughs) And uh, we're going to have a lot of cool content to fuel that new location. Uh, What character could Pedro Pascal play in the MCU? All of them. Um, (laughs) Alternate universe Tony Stark is the first one, because those are my two (laughs) favorite things in one place. And he likes playing men in helmets. Um, I don't know. I, Do want I want to
2: see him play someone spooky because it's like when he's friends with Oscar and he's friends with Gail Garcia Bernal. It's like let him join that spooky corner with his friends and somehow be involved in Midnight Suns. Like that would be very cool.
1: Yeah, oh,
0: I love that.
1: All right, I think that's that's it for today's show, guys. <laughs> we we nailed it. We, we did. did. Yeah, great job, <laughs> well, you guys. You all of you were fantastic. I think I think everybody was great. We all looked tremendous on camera. I think uh, we all brought tremendously intelligent points. Everybody who watched live was really spoiled today. Uh, and um, my TV will be back next week for everybody asking <laughs> in the comments. <laughs> right. the TV That's
2: the movie. breaking news. <laughs> the
1: yeah, back. All right. Morbius reviews when? I don't know. Whenever we're allowed to. They haven't told me when yet. The Movie. Uh, I can confirm, though. It actually does exist. Wow. <laughs> I I can tell you that. Uh, all right. That's our show. Jamie, any final thoughts?
3: Oh boy. Oh boy. Thanks for listening folks. You know me. I'm Jamie cinematics on uh, Twitter and letterbox. That's where I reside. I've been watching a lot of movies. I watched teenage mutant in turtles last night. Find out what I thought about it. Cause I haven't seen it in 25 years.
1: I'm going to go do that.
2: <laughs> awesome. Jenna um follow me on twitter or anywhere else at hey it's jenna lynn go read some comics um marvel and dc both announced their like pride month initiatives there's gonna be some really great stuff coming out of that and yeah there's so many comics to read right now that are good or that are coming up in the pipeline so go read comics
1: aaron your goodbyes if you're
0: concerned about miss marvel go read miss marvel beyond the limit one and two and go see why or how they might be planning to make her power set a little bit more similar to Carol's. Also my fellow four townies go watch turning yes. red. Yes. It's, it's delightful. It's really delightful.
1: It's a lot of fun. To mm-hmm. uh, so Layla's teacher or boss, whoever got mad at Layla for being on their phone. Uh, this is her note. She is excused. <laughs> um, and uh, that's today's show. Hit me up at Brandon Davis PD. If you want to talk more, Moon Knight reactions will be on next week's show. Uh, And possibly some Morbius interviews, which I'm doing on Friday. So see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.